Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the rules of inheritance and how patience leads to our future. Birth order used to be very important among siblings in the ancient world, as it often dictated who would be the biggest inheritor of the parents' belongings. The oldest son nearly always had the responsibility of caring for his parents as they aged, as well as the dictate to fulfill any duties or roles that were passed down through the family line. In Genesis chapter 25, Jacob and Esau, twin sons of Isaac, discuss and exchange the birthright which carried with it not just possessions, but responsibilities the Lord had entrusted Isaac and his father Abraham with. Esau was older and more popular, but Jacob had a greater desire and understanding of the covenant he could inherit. On the advice of his mother, Jacob sought to acquire the potential blessings passed down through his line. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he sware unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink, and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Esau was the older of the twins, but Jacob ended up with the birthright, becoming heir to everything that Isaac had inherited from Abraham, blessings and responsibilities included. Jacob valued the birthright and all it represented, greater than Esau did, who was rid of it as soon as he found something he wanted more. Their father may have favored Esau for his skill in hunting, but Jacob had the greater desire of the blessings that Isaac could pass down. Jacob and Esau's story isn't so much about bribery as much as the human tendency to trade things worth more in the long term for immediate satisfaction. We, like Esau and Jacob, have a great deal of potential waiting for us in the future, provided we press forward patiently throughout this life and into the next. Sometimes that promised future can seem a bit too far off to be meaningful, the here and now growing ever larger in our view, eclipsing all else. One of the dangers of mortality is selling off our future that we haven't even yet realized for a present that will only last a few moments. Our view of both mortality and what comes afterwards is sometimes warped by our perception of time, which can only perceive the present while imperfectly recalling the past. The Lord has given us a gospel to provide structure to our understanding of the future, shedding light on what comes next. Being a follower of God requires patience. We practice focusing on the brighter things in the future in our daily choices to follow the commandments over personal gratification Every day we make hundreds of little decisions, some of which may not be important in the long run, but give us time to practice keeping the commandments. God, through His covenants with His people, has blessed us with treasures beyond our understanding, to be fulfilled both now and in the future. Such blessings take a lifetime to prepare for, requiring our work now for a reward in the future. No matter what temptations may present themselves now, the Lord promises it will be worth the wait. And that's the good word.